2: Hey guys, I'm your host, Cody Everett, and this week we're talking about Prince of Darkness, and you know what? It's getting pretty dark in here, so let's just start the show.
1: Stupid. I don't to use it.
2: guys so we're here and we are talking about john carpenter's prince of darkness whose pick was this not my pick this was kyle's pick kyle why'd you pick prince of darkness i want to know of all the john carpenter movies i think we've only reviewed like one other john carpenter movie. two two other john Mm -hmm. carpenter movies yeah um so why this one why was this the third what were the first two
1: First one, first uh, first one was uh, Big Trouble in China. Mm. The next one was They Live, and That's now uh, we're ending on, uh, well, not ending, but we're continuing with Prince of Darkness. Wait,
3: have we not done Ghost of Mars? Could we talk
1: about it like on every episode? No, we no, do talk we about. We it. don't need to do it because of <laughs> we, how often it comes up. We I'm do it waiting. some
0: justice each time.
1: I'm waiting to pick it soon, but
0: oh, I, got,
2: I got a lot in my pocket. A lot of people are saying stuff to me about bringing out some guns. You know,
0: I don't. The Ghost of Darkness would be the obvious choice. Wait till everybody forgets
1: about it. The Ghost of it. Darkness.
2: The, oh, that's Ghost, great. In the, the Ghost in the Ghost Darkness, Darkness would be a great it, choice because
1: that's a fantastic film. That movies bomb.com. We'll that is. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I watched it the other
2: day. That's and it, not true. Anyways. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I totally lied. I, no, I seriously watched The Ghost in the Darkness. This is not a lie at least once every three months. Oh, me too. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a, a fantastic film show. That's a little night. It's a oh, really it's a great adventure film. film. So, yeah. Okay. Is that the one with the lions? Yeah, true story. Look it up. Oh, okay. Del is fantastic in it. You're wrong. Kyle though going again <laughs> back to Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Um what, what okay so why was this the third John Carpenter movie for uh well you picked so far you picked all the John Carpenter movies. I picked
1: two. We did They Live because of the passing of Rowdy Piper. That's right. Um uh, but I I did pick the other two. Um I the reason I picked this movie is um and this is the, this is definitely the, the strange one of the bunch but this I honestly think is probably one of my favorite John Carpenter movies ever. Like, I mean, I know I give high such high praises to Big Trouble in Little China, and The Thing is this very beautifully made film as well, but I think this movie has such an interesting story. Um, it deals with with a lot of thematic elements, and it really, I think out of all of his movies, really kind of creates, like, a world and a tone throughout the whole film, and I, I love it. I've always loved this movie for some reason. Where'd you, where'd you first see it? uh obviously from my brother ryan i think he got it on uh vhs can i just say something to brother ryan real quick yeah, yeah of course get a fucking life dude <laughs> jesus
2: christ
0: hey this oh. was when he was in his high school no, just, years and, and, and even before that he's always been a oh, dude, complete it, cinephile you, you,
1: you speak no. as though it stopped like, no it has <laughs> never stopped it it's has, gotten it, more he just sent me a picture the other day of of like a, a giant bookcase of Blu-rays, and he's like, "Look, I organize them um, by Scream Factory, Arrow Video, and uh, Synapse Films." Now. That is so. Weird. Brother Ryan has an, <laughs>
0: like an app on his phone that he catalogs all of his films in. So when he wants to look through his collection or figure out if he has a movie
1: already and I believe they're he
0: scans a barcode or something and it comes up and shows him like, I, if believe,
1: he owns I, it. I believe oh, I believe the the buying movies right the oh, category so is actually cool. listed in order of how they were purchased so you can actually go back and see the very first DVD he ever bought. <laughs>
3: That is so... I believe
1: it's dangerous mind or dangerous minds, if I remember correctly. <laughs> dangerous minds. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, yeah, I'm sorry. No. Disturbing behavior. Sorry, <laughs> <behavior. laughs> it, it is
3: totally
0: different
2: nope, movies. Nope, it is yeah. dangerous minds from here on
0: out. <laughs> sorry, right? Same thing, no. right? It's like oh, it almost means the same. Thing. We're gonna have to sure. get,
1: We're gonna have to get him on the show, dude. I, I want to get like. on the show. Like, yeah, he he's definitely the reason why I love film. Why I. Have seen so many movies, like it, like it all stems from him. He was.
0: Should we get Uncle Ken on the show too? Jesus, he probably fall asleep halfway through <laughs> it,
1: fart right through it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: love you, Uncle
0: Ken. Oh, yeah, I love you. So he's um, a sleep farter, though. So <laughs> he's a
2: sleep farter. Jesus, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to talk Prince of Darkness. We're talking sleep farters. Uh, that's kind of connected, right? It yeah. Is. Yeah. It that's stream. what I'm gonna say it next time I film. fart. Yeah. You anyhow. just got the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Somebody let, oh <laughs> Somebody let out
1: a prince in the darkness. <laughs> yeah.
3: girl, don't frown. us. the
0: prince in the darkness. Yes. The prince in the darkness. Everybody
1: better part ways. The prince in darkness is coming through. Oh. God, <laughs> part God. the seas. So you, you, saw <laughs> from, you saw from your brother uh, when yeah. you, were,
2: you when you were younger. I'm just trying. This is okay. So the reason I'm asking him all these questions for me is because I, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Um, and I will say I will say why in a minute because I
1: want to get his. Through it first. Did you see it when you are younger or older? Um, let's see. I probably have to put my age somewhere around 10 or 11, maybe 12. So younger. Yeah, younger. Younger. Um, before this, obviously, I've already seen... I, I had uh, seen The Fog because uh, my brother's a huge fan of that movie. Um, again, I saw Big Trouble in Little China because my dad had it on VHS, and they just will let me watch it whenever I wanted to. Um I obviously saw Halloween. I actually probably think I've seen Halloween more than any other John Carpenter movie because my brother Ryan will go on record as that is his favorite John Carpenter or horror movie probably of all time. So, I've seen a nice chunk of his films. And actually, you know what's funny is my 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 dad my dad rented They Live one night when I was like 8. And he's like, "Oh, we should watch this." And I, I even remember at the video store, and I'm like, "What's this? They live?" And he laughed. He's like, "Well, it's, yeah, it's the same. It's they live, though." They say that.
0: <laughs> they so, don't okay. Hive. Good guess, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're half You'll right. You'll get them next
1: time, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, yeah, th- this is. I think though, to me, this is always this kind of oddball of the bunch of John Carpenter's films. It, it, you know, it, it, it deals with kind of a different. I don't know. No, actually seeing it now, I, I see all of his other movies wrapped into this it's, fucking movie. Yeah,
2: that, oh, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute.
1: Uh, so, yeah. And for- I think it's the imagery. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. One more thing. I think it's the imagery of the devil. Um, for some odd reason, I'm not religious anyway, but I I, I find the imagery or the idea of the concept of evil or the devil in film, when it's done well, very powerful for some reason. That's why Exorcist, I think, bothers me to this day so much uh. because, like, Honestly, like, if evil does exist, (laughs) I feel like it's burned onto the cellular of that fucking movie. I think it's our
0: Catholic roots, Kyle. It it, it probably is. Because I'm the same way. Like, you could, you know, a slasher is not scary to me. The only thing that really gets me is, like, the demon, devil, possession, uh, otherworldly, supernatural kind of vibe. I think
1: maybe it it intrigues my mind more than. Yeah, then that's then, the like, unknown. It's like because totally he's unknown. the because it's, it's an invisible. Huh. Well, not only that, saying. but he's,
3: he's the epitome of evil.
1: Guys, we're not
2: talking. We're not talking about the movie yet. Okay. Yeah,
1: but I don't. That's I, like I, I you describing the movie it. with that. I, I, with I don't that. Know, know if that's how it I associate it or not. But I don't know. Like I, said, I mean, there's, I grew, just, there's I up, always been such a strong. I want to say that I agree
3: with you guys as well because I grew up Catholic as well, mm-hmm. and Exorcist has always been, and even to this day, is probably the most frightening movie I've ever seen in my
0: life. Fucking great movie, it is. I don't like masterpiece.
2: Um, so. The reason I brought that up is because this is my first time of seeing it, and it was as an adult. And I am a big John Carpenter fan myself, uh, not as big as Kyle, but I'm definitely a John Carpenter fan. I call him JC around here. Um, I do. That's
1: what For, I do. They're 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 on nickname basis. That's how close oh, they are. You're welcome, John.
0: Uh, you know. it, Associated with Jesus.
2: Well, because no, it's because I love most of his I love most of his films, and yeah. like. So I never seen this one though because everyone's told me to avoid this one. They said this is the bad John Carpenter film, avoid it like the plague. So I never saw it because I was it, it, I always heard it's the bad John Carpenter film.
3: Who's telling you that?
0: Well, just like Do you feel like they were right or wrong. You know what's <laughs> you know
1: what's funny though? You know what's funny is I never I never once thought this was a bad John Carpenter film until I started doing just I wanted to just do a little more research on the film to find out like its history or how it was received. And yeah, everything I read like this is like one of the worst reviewed John Carpenter movies. I'm like, wow, I thought this movie was fantastic. I still do. This is a good movie. What's wrong with people?
0: There's a lot of people that feel like this is totally underrated. Yeah. This film. I, I think
3: know. it's underrated, but I can oh, man, I can understand where they're coming from to some
1: extent. Sure. I mean, I It can... doesn't have a great cast. Oh, I disagree. Well, it's got really? a great cast in the cult film world, I, I guess you could say. But, the- bro, the, the cast is like a mashup of every... It's like a mashup of Halloween and... But there's
3: not really... Big they're, Trouble They're China. very... Okay, of all the females, they're pretty interchangeable. Can we say that? Sure. Well, can we tell this audience what yeah, the story? Oh, is? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's, let's do that first, <laughs> and then we'll get into how
2: the side out. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Sorry, God, Mike. I was just like,
0: oh, we're gonna go down this road right now. We better get oh, the we'll story get to out. This going road. down this road. No, I'm glad road you said again. it. We're just I was,
2: gonna go down a deep. I was waiting for him to back. take a goddamn breath <laughs> so I could throw that in there, but he won't stop talking. Yeah. I'm
3: sorry, I'm on a podcast. I didn't know that I was. he just got oxygen being fed into it. to breathe. He just kept going.
0: Like, does this guy breathe? He was on, so he was on one for I a know. second. I didn't say
3: anything for like a good no,
2: 30 seconds. You were storing it up.
1: A <laughs> good 30 seconds.
2: So if you guys don't know what this film is about, um, it's about young love. Oh my God, uh, I'm so sick of hearing
1: that. <laughs> Fuck you. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> Again, completely disagree.
1: <laughs> I don't feel Cody, love Cody, at any in this can, movie. Cody what, can define a movie by the slightest plot point. It's my own. It's my own personal like
2: hell for you guys that I love. Yeah, makes thank me happy you. Doing thank it you. every week. <laughs> I'm
1: out. <laughs> he's at the comedy <laughs> store. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's Mike is now holding the mic. <laughs> Why is it that everybody? What's the deal? With What's the peanuts? deal with John Carpenter
3: films? I mean, no.
2: So go on. on. So uh, the film it's is not like is he builds like, anything. It's about. <laughs> it's about a Killing team it. of scientists who basically get sent into a church to investigate. Um, this object, big, yeah, this big object filled with green, uh, spinny, um, some kind of fluid. Liquid. Yeah, yeah, basically is the story. And, and the, the re- you said it, mutagen.
1: Yeah, the it reason, like mutagen. the re- the reason I, the reason the intrigue is there about the object is because the book that which is right next to it is this very old text, and it's it's got write, writing upon writing and words erased, and the the text goes back two thousand years, like, and and a lot of the text is in like. Numbers and equations, and these are—they uh, said what they were. I forgot uh, compound or some some kind of mathematical thing that didn't get invented till like the forties, and this thing predates all of that. So that's where the intrigue. That's why scientists get brought in. And Wasn't then, there
0: like several layers of writing over <clears throat> the yeah. top of it yes, as well? Was. So it was yeah. really hard to.
1: So yeah, so the the, the oh. Donald Pleasance plays the priest who discovers the secret um of this, and he gets of he the discovers ooze? yeah the secret of the ooze um. <laughs> see what i did there Shout out. i know i know oh wow but yeah donald presence is actually he I, 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 he's friends with um whatever the hell the guy's name is Asian his guy. name
0: is victor wong victor
1: wong yeah so their their characters are old friends um and they he basically asked them to basically prove if, if religion is real while proving science is real yeah and basically they 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 prove that it's kind of weird. I feel like. I think that evil
0: they... is rooted within science, like scientific discovery, basically, of antimatter. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I, I. Yeah, the story is, it, it does leave you with questions, which is why I love it also. Um, but as far as I can gather from it, it's that um, an alien race, Jesus was an alien, basically. Yep. The Catholic Church knew it. Knew this. They knew Satan or the devil or Satan or was whatever. Old, you want to call no, it's it.
2: actually older than the Catholic Church. The thing Yeah, all yeah.
1: that is older. That's why the, the, the people who formed the Catholic Church basically took this information and then they turned they turned evil from a physical actual entity into the way to describe the the evil of man. Like yeah. people do bad things. So they packaged it up as they say in the movie. Okay, put the mic back in the holder. You look ridiculous. <laughs> I like this. Um, so he—I he don't br- like the way your beard's rubbing against it, though. <laughs> I can hear that. I'm not out. even <laughs> touching the microphone. I'm not touching it. I'm, I'm <laughs> back Somebody else over
3: it
0: here. It might have been me. I—I I think because I, I like that can you feeling. St- can
1: you stop? Oh my
3: god. Okay. Anyways, going back to you know the <laughs> podcast. So he, he 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 gets this scientist who even his own students suggest he's more of a philosopher than a physicist correct yes sure yeah so i think he's a he's if, if you're gonna do this dichotomy between like i'm the religious person and you prove me wrong first of all i want to say he picks the most spiritual scientist that i've ever he has a very philosophical almost spiritual way of defining yeah. how particles work and how everything comes to be I think maybe that's almost just like the he, way he he communicates his thoughts,
1: but I think overall like he didn't come off as an atheist to me. Well,
3: if I think that's he what did. I, I think
1: he did, but I think I feel like I feel like whatever his personal beliefs are, he he put science forward. Which is why he brought in the huge team of people, right? All the techn- he's like he's like if we're going to do this, we're going to do this completely with science. Regardless of how philosophical or he looks at quantum mechanics and physics, it's science well, first. Uh, that the, the col- that, of, uh, well, that was the
0: collection of that was the whole
2: that was the whole point to begin with was to prove that this existed scientifically because yeah he was upset that the church hadn't warned people that this actually existed
1: yeah physically yes mm. I can't believe this movie's bringing out the deep talk no I ha- I had a
3: why why this yeah, movie right? is pretty deep I had and a hard dark. time really trying to
1: pinpoint. Was it because you were sleeping? No, (laughs) just trying
3: to pinpoint everybody's role in this film, how they did it. Like, Okay, as I understood it, the the priest is the guy that's kind of like the hub of all of this. He's the guy that brings everybody in. He says, look, I got this situation going on. I got this mutagen downstairs in the basement of this church. I need you to study this thing and tell me what you think. No, I think he says you need to study it and tell
2: me that that this is true, basically. Like, yeah, because
3: he knows what it is. He knows what it
2: is. I mean...
0: No, but, didn't so he, brings didn't the he want to in. try to prevent this from happening, whatever yeah. was going to happen? That's why he brought them in? He because... wanted
1: them in there so that they could prove it with science so that people would take would, would believe it, and they would actually... It would, it would keep him at bay it would, if it they would, believed in it Would Maybe it would keep him at bay, or maybe it would, just, it would get the mass people t- together to try to like, find a way to prevent so this, this from happening. So this priest didn't really
3: bring in... Victor Wong,
1: yeah, Victor Wong. Yeah, he did. They
3: didn't. He didn't really bring in Victor Wong to be the counter to his no, theory. He wanted. To no. He brought prove him it. in to prove it. Yes. Yeah. So he brought in what he thought was the best guy, he which is the most kind. It, it. It's not.
1: There. I didn't. Plus, see you got to keep in mind Victor Wong is probably out of all the scientists he could have chosen. I imagine Victor Wong is probably the most. Um, affordable, approachable. Yeah. No, I mean, approachable when it comes to, if he's got to, if he's got to like, hey, this is a huge scientific discovery. I don't even believe it myself, but I know it's real now. And he, and he has to communicate that to the rest of the science community. I feel like he's going to be the most respected and there most is approachable. One part yeah. of
3: the film where one of the, <laughs> women the students uh looks at this spinning green ooze in this vessel Mm -hmm. and she's like why don't we just like open it and like study that shit like it makes no sense
0: to me that's some lame-ass writing is what i think no but
3: that's the first thing a scientist is gonna do well open it up and like well they couldn't they they found out that it was was locked locked from from the inside. inside Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like that's not <laughs> a reason for a scientist to, like, not try to get into that.
2: Well, no, they, they, it was a rule going into it also that uh, uh, that they
3: could not open the container. It looks pretty but fucking under delicate. under those circumstances, like, gonna... I think any cir-
1: scientist is going to be well, like, well, no, wait a second, no. what do you mean I can't
3: open it? Not you, true, because under those circumstances... that would be really
0: hey, irresponsible that, that, to yeah. think that, that way. That
1: question is brought up and answered That qu- in the movie. He goes, well, why can't we just open it and discover it? Here, I'll show you why. Look at this. These are the equations she's getting out of the book. The book's two thousand years old and it's got all these mathematical equations that have never existed before. And he's like and he's like, But that couldn't be possible exactly. So why the fuck are you gonna open something that's associated with (laughs) Pandora's box something that predates all of what you know to be real? That still doesn't. Yeah, it's too I risky. Would, you it's know what? I would risky. be opposed to opening it too if I was in a situation. Where I was a scientist. Be like, eh, that we better seems a look, little at so I, we gotta look at it. We got to look at it for out. a little while. Yeah, before granted, we see. but
3: I, I don't know. It not, just seems not so weird to me that they're just like, well, here's this book. Like, what does that prove? I don't know that this book is true. I don't know that equation they carbon, is accurate. They carbon
1: dated the the shit on the vial as well, and it went back. Plus, to look two at million that years. fucking place. That's a lot of years,
3: Kyle. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's it's pretty a lot haunted. Of years.
0: That place was haunted as fuck. I would haunted not be opening yeah. shit in there.
1: Yeah, yeah there's yeah, so, so many, many, so many crucifixes, I was going to say. like, There was no wall I've, space
0: left. I've never walked into a room and seen a giant pod blender of green goo spinning around surrounded wildly. by
1: crucifix yeah yeah
0: <laughs> I, I something about that just says don't fucking come close yeah
1: be like oh let's let's check out the next building honey let's just go <laughs> they got a oh, slurpy machine here <laughs> rent's too high <laughs> oh, look at that shit. look at that just went up <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I, I did think victor wong's uh i was very approachable That made him seem approachable. Which one, the Uh, the
3: open one or the the, closed one? The closed one, for sure.
2: (laughs) So, uh, going into just uh, some of the style. Did we do the?
1: Oh, we did do the board.
2: Some of the style of the movie that I want to talk about. uh, Music number one. We got to bring that up. That's probably the number one (laughs) thing we got to bring up, right? John Carpenter (laughs) writes the music himself.
3: obviously. can we just say, is there one scene in this entire movie that has that doesn't have music in it? No. It is just layered. It's yeah. just shellac. Dude, I almost thought
2: when I was watching this, I said to myself, I said, did he just make a music video for this album he wrote?
0: He <laughs> it did. It's like even re- when two I, people I are just having- I would not be surprised if you're onto something. Even there, when because...
3: two people are just having a conversation, it's just like, so how are you doing
1: today? <laughs> <dun>, <laughs> 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 Hey, you know what? That's <laughs> that's what I love about John Carpenter movies is the music. Inside. I think he but,
0: laid it on pretty hard in this no, one. He you did. Know what? He pushed it.
3: You,
1: you know what, I don't think so. It builds the... It, it, it does it, something it that doesn't... the actors could not do because some of the yes. actors are weak. Yes. It builds the
2: tension. I yes. Think... And I
1: don't feel like it was the kind of music where it spoon-fed you into exactly what was going to happen next. Like, you know, movies you're like, somebody like... No. It like, felt like whatever hello. the fuck you wanted hello. to do. You know, this one was like, it was so, because it was constant, it almost disappeared from your, from, your, from agree. your, consciousness. And then when something big happened, then it would swell up and kind of surprise I, you. No, I, I agree with I would say,
0: them. yeah, I will agree with most of that. There were some times when I felt like it was a bit overwhelming, but like, for my understanding John Carpenter had complete control over this complete, set yeah. he like it was independent producers that came in for this one and he nobody told him what he could or couldn't do he just did whatever the fuck he wanted so yeah. all the way down to the music which is good I do like the music but I, I do think it gets a little distracting sometimes
2: I don't think so I think you're wrong and with that we're gonna take a break cause you're wrong we'll be right back
1: suppose what your faith has said was essentially correct. Suppose there is a universal mind controlling everything, a God-willing the behavior of every subatomic particle. Now, every particle has an antiparticle, its mirror image, its negative side. Maybe this universal mind resides in the mirror image hey guys we're back
2: and we're talking about John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness Uh, we left off on the music I kind of want to get into the cinematography a little bit uh, because I personally think that this might be his
3: best shot film oh man could easily be yeah I think it's got some great
0: cinematography (laughs) it
1: has dude it's Oh my God! It's yeah.
3: gorgeous.
0: The lighting, is really lighting,
1: is, good lighting too. is really fucking good.
3: Set design, camera tricks, set designs, camera really tricks. Good. Yeah, these is what yeah. I what I assume are different cameras. I mean, is that a VHS camera when he? It was. Those... Yeah, he,
1: he he did that on a, a VHS. So yeah, I feel like that. He says shot something. it. It's really cool the way he did it, actually. And I don't know, maybe Chris, if you read it, but he shot it on VHS. Played it back through a TV and then filmed the TV with a cam with a cinema camera, uh-huh. so it gave it the look like you're watching a like news broadcast. Or it, it was sort. very it interesting. It, kind of- it
3: gave me that feel, and in- and the way he uh, dips between the bars of the. Uh- the fence, the gate, yeah, the fence. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It gave it a very voyeuristic feel, like you were. It felt so amateur, like
0: you, though, kind of to me. Yeah, like,
3: but in a like not in a bad way. I kind of think it was a little bit not good. That has to be purposeful. I think. It? I, I think, mean, think the
0: idea be. is super cool, but I think the the jarring way that they shot that didn't really work for me. Really, oh, oh, I, I, I liked it because
1: I mean, it, like, I think it's my favorite shot, the, Yeah. Uh, well I think honestly that's like one of my favorite scenes of this entire movie and probably one of the things that sticks to me the most is like somebody from the future is beaming a fucking news broadcast of something happening into my dreams like that's that's so insane for me to think about so I think it worked because it really does feel like you're you're not dreaming of your own. Conscious, you're you're just watching some tape somebody's playing forced for you. Forced imagery. Yeah, you're yeah. you're forced to view something, which I I don't know, I thought it worked. Well, now
0: that you put it like that, I, I, I can see your point. I I don't know. I guess that at first like it has been a long time since I've seen this movie and I actually didn't really remember it that well. And when I this watch I was kinda like it looks cool. The look of it's cool, but it just seemed like real sloppy. I
1: like how it randomly just pops up, like the middle of a scene having conversation, all of a sudden, it just boom, cuts to that. This <laughs> is not a dream. What you're, it's like it was like. I think really it's supposed cool. to be
2: jarring, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think so too. I, and and uh, and I told Mike and you this, but um, he specifically, I read this, I thought this was interesting. He specifically shot the entire film with wide angle lenses because mm-hmm. when they would convert to the anamorphic. Right. Process it would actually it would create a lot of weird distortion, uh-huh. which I never realized. But now going back and watching it, there is a scene in the beginning where you see uh, exterior shot of the of the church and like the pillars on the far left are like curved. Yeah. in Oh almost yeah. Almost like a fisheye was yep. applied to it. it that's really how wide that angle cool. was.
0: It actually bent the image. Yeah.
1: It looks really fucking cool, and it creates that jarring sense that's throughout this whole film,
0: everything feels very impending. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Well, that and it, like just the camera
2: movements were so smooth. So they smooth.
1: were smooth when they needed to be, and they felt there was a couple shots that that seemed a little handheld but worked, yeah. You know,
0: I think John Carpenter in most of his movies has great camera movement, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, he's well, I mean, he's kind of like the in, I wouldn't say the inventor, but like putting the like the Michael Myers mask or whatever or the clown mask on the camera, yeah, and doing the whole like handheld kind of point of view look. That was kind of new for that time when Halloween came out. So he's always been a little bit more on top of his cinematography. Yeah, and
1: I think there's like an intelligence behind the way he uses his camera. Oh, I think
0: every shot in this
2: movie had a purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I I really do.
0: Can never complain about his cinematography.
2: Absolutely not. So uh, one of the things that I think is a weak point in this movie that needs to be talked about uh, is the dialogue and or script. And that sweet... Space Invaders. <laughs> it's
1: actually, it's, that was my game. phone. That, that was this that. is the
0: game show where we're talking about the dialogue and script.
1: <laughs> Rapid fire. Here we go. <laughs> no, uh,
2: I honestly think that, that and, it, and it, I don't, see, here's, the, here's where I'm at, right? I don't know if it's the script or if it's the damn actors.
0: I would say it's the actors.
1: I would say it's a combination of both But I lean more towards a script. I don't think that
3: any, has any John Carpenter film been known for its, Fantastic dialogue, though. Yeah, that's my whole thing. What they, they the, thing. Oh, right. <laughs> the thing? Yeah, you're right. Thing is right, fucking right. solid. I will concur. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> no. So I, I, yeah, I think I think I agree with Cody. I think the weakest part of this film is the script and the acting and like the character development no, I, overall. Hold on,
3: I want to. I do want to change a little. Th- I want to. I want to focus this. I don't think that the script is a failure because I think the plot is fully formed. Yep. I think. From yeah, the beginning the end, that's everything's fine. Like I remember taking like screenwriting courses, and people saying that like you know dialogue is not really the most important thing. Yeah. Now we all know like like Quentin Tarantino, we all look at his dialogue and everything like that. But like a well-made script, when you look at it, isn't necessarily how cool everybody dialogue. sounds yeah. or how every all. It's more like Just does the it story cause suspense? Across. Does it you know or anything? Can it draw out an emotion? Can yeah. it does the plot come across? Does the idea come across? And I feel like this script does damn fine at that. Yeah. Damn fine at that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, if, yeah if, he, if he had to give up on anything, it would be writing the dialogue and just, you know, maybe, maybe so, the actors he got weren't good at ad-libbing or changing stuff up on the fly. Which oh, I maybe, just don't think they were that good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, besides, Donald Pleasence is solid. No, no, I mean, besides the vet, I even besides had the a veterans. problem with
0: him a little bit. I'm not going to lie. There was, a couple really? times in the, there was a couple times in this film where I'm like, this feels super forced. Like, like, he's just like, and we go off to the... It Diane Reed. I'm just like, yeah, I kind of <laughs> had a... <laughs> that was weird. I, I, he, I don't know. What an impression. I can't do a good Donald Pleasance, but, I, I, you know, I, I like him. I like his presence on film, but some of his deliveries seemed kind of yeah. weak and overacted, more so than I've seen him in other All right, well, roles.
3: Since we were talking about before, I want to go back to it. I want to talk about this cast okay yeah yeah I really don't think that anybody in this cast is really that memorable as far as their character uh i I don't think yeah it, it's specifically their character yeah Agreed. i I will I'll even do a test uh what was the name of the redhead Kelly don't look back I really couldn't tell you right. I couldn't tell you it's the redhead <laughs> like the yeah. Asian girl the blonde girl like no one
1: really had i know I know Victor Wong's Yeah, you know, Victor Wong,
3: it's hard to not miss Victor Wong, but I mean, you're naming off all the veteran actors. What I'm saying is all of the (laughs) other scientists that were in this, that they brought in there, the newcomer, I didn't feel like they had a big characterization other than who was like the, almost like the foreman of the group. Who was the big kind of like, uh, he was a whiter guy. He was like the older guy and he was kind of directing everybody. Oh, the balding dude.
1: That was, the, that was the professor of, um, like, biology.
3: Yeah, he seemed like, he, he almost seemed like a foreman. He was always kind of like... He just had more of you a You do this, and I do this, and you... Yeah, he was the only person I felt like, other than Victor Wong and the priest, that brought anything to this. Other than that, everybody was interchangeable. I couldn't tell you what the blonde girl who loses her skin did as a scientist. I don't know what her job was. <laughs> I don't know what her purpose was. I can
1: agree with that. I I'm can. sure they yeah. said I'm trying it. Trying to but... think about it right now, but right, I couldn't even Everyone's tell you. interchangeable. Well, she was a she was a a physicist. She was from the the core of his class. Was, was a, who wasn't was a, a physicist? Fit. Theoretical fit. They, yeah, the that's true. Uh, the the nerd with the glasses gets impaled by a bike. Seemed to be the computer guy. Seemed to be. No, he was a he was a biologist. There you he, go. He was analyzing. <laughs> he was analyzing the uh, the the acids or some bullshit. I don't remember. Right, that's what I'm saying. A lot of this the, was all... The curly-haired girl, I remember this, with the, the curly girl with the glasses, she was a uh, radiologist, so she was taking x-rays of the the thing. Okay. Um, Asian girl had to be a computer?
3: No, she wasn't she like a no, translator? She was a translator. She,
1: yeah, she was a translator yep. with, a, with a doctorate in theology. Okay. It's all coming back to what me. About, like, what about... Bro, Mike. What
3: about that... Fuck your uh, theory. <laughs> how many times have you seen this film? Shut up. Okay. What about the
0: peppy, twinkle-toes uh, Asian guy? Oh Eddie, Eddie, Eddie! Yeah, I forgot his name already. Eddie. I don't know. I do not like that guy very much. I what? Li- wasn't he? In, was uh, he in big trouble? Yeah, yeah. I liked him. He there. was the cool guy. <laughs> I liked him in that film. Yeah, but it's a totally film, different character.
3: Didn't feel it. Yeah, because I don't understand his motivation as a character makes no sense to me. When he's locked in that room, he to party, and he bro. is just goading the two girls with jokes and stuff. I think that's his like, way
1: of dealing with stress, maybe. Yeah. I guess,
3: until stress really hit him, and then all of a sudden he was just like, gotta break this wall down. Like, he <laughs> yeah. immediately shut off. Like, yeah, guys, guys help me. That's usually how door. bullies act. It was yeah. so weird the way his character... But you guys are missing... Okay. You're missing the story of um,
2: <laughs> Young Love.
0: <laughs> of young love between what young love? Brian and Catherine. Yep. Here's how this
2: young love between I'll, I'll, Mustachio,
3: Mustachio, uh-huh. and, and Red su- Super and Pistachio, Super Blondio.
1: <laughs>
3: no, it was it the was redhead head head. Yeah. and Mustachio. Right, yeah. but God, you can just you can just easily. I can s- give us a, a brief summary of how that romance starts. He walks in, he offends her by being a misogynist. Yeah, that
2: was
0: weird. That
3: was such a weird. That was such Apparently, an awkward. Three scene. days later, they go to bed.
0: This is how it always works in he the He capped movies. it off
3: by, by negging her the shit out of her. That, that, then she's just like, all right, I'll go on a date with no, you. That seems... Then they sleep together, and then they're in this room, and now all of a sudden they're madly in love. No, because it <laughs> seems, uh, I, I swear That's to God, happens, right? this role guess. was for uh,
2: Frank Nicotero, or Nicotero, Nicotero. What about him? Who? Or uh, what? Frank
1: Nicotero. Frank Nero? Frank Nero? Frank, O'Nero Frank Nicotero. You're, you're, Nicotero. You're naming off of special effects artists. Yeah, that's me? who well, I thought he was. Greg Nicotero. Nicotero. It's it's like, the, he was yeah. too young no, for it all this. That was the I same. <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. No, uh, sorry. Franco Nero.
2: He, yeah, he's spaghetti like, western star. He's, he's no, but he's playing the exact character as like the uh Into ninjas. The ninjas? Into the Ninja. just <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just
1: playing a
3: poorly starts written starts off with like poorly written character no, it, it is what it, it is.
1: No, it starts
0: off with Jameson like, Parker should have been somebody else. He should have been a different actor. He was not good.
3: I, like he I, His I, mustache I, didn't even seem un- to as I understood it True. he was supposed to be the lead. Yes. But I didn't get that really. I didn't feel like he was How very. Not, that's uh, the thing. That's that's. The I didn't thing think he was that, very that, commanding.
1: That's the that's the most negative thing you look at is the the people and the characters aren't fleshed out. The characters that are fleshed out are like if you were to like if you were to say it this way, you could say that science and theology are character are living, breathing characters within this film, and they were fleshed out more than the actual fucking actors. Yeah, but what I'll I'm saying is that. that this is,
3: yeah, okay, then I'll agree. Okay, exactly. I feel like this is a story-driven movie, yes. not a character-driven movie. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Which is interesting. But at the I mean, same it's interesting. time,
1: you care about that girl sacrificing her life to save humanity. Uh, I got to disagree with you on this one. There, I didn't there, care there's that something much. There, there you got to care something about that that uh, selfless I, act. I, as as much be- as I care about any
3: person spending an eternity in hell to sacrifice for the rest of us, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, no,
2: like honestly cuz the the that's one thing I will kind of say about this movie too that I, I I was like, "Well, you can get away right there."
3: <laughs>
2: you can just get away right there? Don't look at them. <laughs> you know and what? And their seltzer breath won't get you.
3: You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna have to change my mind. Oh man, flip flop. Now I'm starting to think this is not a well-written script.
1: No, it is, it, it is a well. <laughs> written Talking yourself out of it over it there. It's a well-written <laughs> script with poorly written characters. That's all.
3: Yeah, uh, that's a tough one though. I don't think so. That's a so. tough one to buy. Why? That's like saying that's a great car, but not a great engine. You
1: just <laughs> told me about how in film school a great script doesn't have to be great dialogue. No, no dialogue, <laughs> dialogue. Dabber. Hold on, no, no dialogue does not denote a character. A
3: characterization is a completely different thing than dialogue.
1: Then, you, then you're either blaming the, the bad actors who weren't able to actually bring those characters to life, or you're blaming the poorly written dialogue. I'm pretty sure The Shining wasn't that great I, of a I,
0: script, no. like, but the
3: characters... The dialogue does not give any sort of characterization to a per- person. You can have a silent character like Mad Max who doesn't say a damn thing. Or Silent Bob. And he can have a ton of
1: character. Yeah, and you because you have a better actor who is giving you that persona he has that not necessarily Kevin Smith. not necessarily yes. if
3: you don't put them into
1: scenarios not telling you're not telling me that the actor just has such a limited value value or what they add to the film is what you're saying i'm right not now.
3: saying that you don't need a great actor to act out these things what i am saying is is that if you don't write gripping plot for a character to go through there won't be a characterization yeah. Okay. No. I, I, if you put them in a scenario sense. and there's just nothing there, I like just, I'm, I'm this guy how could this die. I don't working. care about this person. I don't care about this person. They could have great dialogue no, all just, day long, and it for, doesn't matter no, because no, they're for,
2: for me, like there wasn't, and this this is kind of a, a weird thing, and it's kind of a, like this movie's sterile in a way. And I think it's kind of done on purpose. It's also, a slow burn for sure. No, no. What I mean, like sterile is, is like you don't really. There's no common man in this script, right? There's no one who I. I'm not like. I'm not a fucking physicist, dude. I'm not sitting there like, oh, I really connect with physicist Joe over here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> know yeah, what I mean. Because yeah. I understand what he's going through That's with a these complex, yeah. yeah, with these complex uh, equations and.
0: I think it was more about telling like the story and trying to make a kind of a connection between religion and science than he was concerned about the characters that were in the story. I agree.
3: I think this is an idea film. Yeah. I don't think it's a character-driven. film. Because I, I got to be honest with you, uh, mm. Mike brings
2: Mike brings up a good point when uh, Redhead gets thrown into the mirror. At no point was I like ever like mm, yeah, poor redhead. Didn't bu- it didn't yeah. I, I really liked her, which that didn't. Ha- like, I didn't say that to here's myself. A, here, yeah.
3: Here's a great example. It could have been the mustached guy, and you would have felt the same way. It could have been really anybody. Now, had there been a if c- it was a mustache guy, I'd probably be rooting for him to be lost in hell forever. <laughs> maybe because of that, <laughs> he was just, <laughs> kind of a dude. Just kill that mustache. But if they had given the redhead some scene at the beginning that established her as somebody that maybe didn't want to sacrifice herself or was some kind of character arc where at the end it's like, here's the moment. If I jump through well, this mirror They did. That- I what? mean,
1: they they did do that. They they established at the beginning how much how, how much she is engrossed in science and math and logic. Right. And but- there's even that, that comment that the mustachio makes, which is which is, hey, we talk about numbers, you get excited, you talk about people, you clam up. So that scene, right before she jumps to the mirror and she starts fucking like breaking down and crying, it's like her entire world of logic and math just went out the fucking window because there's an arm coming through a mirror right now and it clicks in her head like, holy shit. So do like, you think... This is real. Everything I thought was real just got blown the fuck away. Okay, well...
2: N- I did not connect
3: with it on, on a that better level. On a better note, do you think... Because now what you, what you said to me strikes something. Do you think what really was the point was... By him saying you care more about numbers than people and for her to make the sacrifice for people, boom. That might be the thing. That might be the that's thing. That's a yeah. better thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a better thing. I'll say I said that instead. Okay, you did that. <laughs> Good
3: job, Kyle. Thank
1: you.
2: Well, no, and, and that's the thing too, is like this is also like again, I don't know how much the characters are involved because to me like this is a sci fi film. I'm not saying that sci fi films don't have strong characters, but
3: again it relies heavy on the science. Like, you know what's a great film that does this? Pitch black. Every one of those characters, like the Muslim guy that has the student yeah. and feels bad for the student, like, every one of those characters is really fleshed out. I know it's not like the greatest film on the no, planet, even but in terms of that film, yeah, Riddick, Riddick goes from very being a, out. a only for himself, out for himself, doesn't give a shit. You think he's a criminal the whole time, and by the end of it, you could tell he cares about the girl that gets thrown off, who you think is the hero the whole damn time, yeah. and Riddick is just a side guy. Like I feel like that's a film that does that is a character-driven idea with a big ensemble. This film doesn't do that for me. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I pick up what you're putting down. I, I will what say I in.
0: like the the effects in this movie. Really? Uh I ugh, mean,
2: she looked like fucking hamburger meat, bro. No, there
0: were things that that worked for me though, the bugs, for sure.
2: Oh, no, the bugs worked. That yeah. worked for
0: me. Uh the That's that's easy. Yeah. The the trick photography that they did with some of the things like when all the green shit's going into the yeah. her yeah. face. That was just like a mannequin Tur- it's, it was t- the the camera I think was tilted upside down to make it look like it was laying down. Yeah, and then they just poured a bunch of shit through it. But the way it looked, I feel like it was really effective. Yeah, yeah. not a lot
3: of people know this, but John Carpenter actually invented the Super Soaker. Did he? The, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. He invented <laughs> with this that. movie, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should be able to produce See, that's,
0: that's
2: kind of see that was a cool effect. I agree with you. But then when she was pregnant, I didn't I didn't care for it. I was like this either. D- it doesn't look real enough to look gruesome to me. Hmm. Um and then uh, again, is it supposed to look real? Is it supposed to look unreal? I, th- I think it's supposed to look real.
0: I, I think that, that. I think that, it's <laughs> supposed to look
2: like it's eating her flesh, and it it doesn't look like that. Well, I don't
1: think it ate her flesh. It just got absorbed into her, and she became it. She became the baby. She became. That's why. That's why Eddie, whatever the guy character name is, it makes a comment about how her bone structure is changing. Right. So her bone structure. Was changing. So I assumed it's because this liquid is being absorbed into her body and she is actually metamorphosizing you know what I, into okay. the son of Satan. This is well that's what I thought. Yes. Right. That she
3: was becoming yes. the personification of she was why, the chosen person to take yeah. to host.
1: Which is why she had the, the symbol on her arm for right. the bruise. Okay okay, 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 okay.
3: Still don't like the way it looks.
2: Um yeah. I s I don't the the seltzer effect, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what Ugh. though,
1: this movie, this this, this movie is it's 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 an interesting trade off. I mean, that's the this is a this is a deal. It. This is like this is like a deal that John Carpenter had with with these studios that he had 100% creative control, but he only he was only given three million per film that he had creative control of. So you know, yeah, he's gonna have to go a little cheap. He's gonna have to t- he's gonna have to pull those old fifties trick photography and effects out to try to tell his story the best that he could. And I mean. I still respect it. Mm-hmm. No, so do, so do I. But, I mean, that that was the one thing that made
2: the beautiful camera shots, the good music. I like the way she looks all
1: gross and shit. The great lighting. She, looks, she got all those, like, fucking lesions oh. all over her fucking body. It's I'm still fucking talking disgusting. About, I'm still talking about the seltzer. <laughs> seltzer. Uh,
0: well, the way they I feel like the way they edited some of those scenes, too, it actually made me jump once or twice. It makes
2: it look campy, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything else looks, like, super... Yeah, but S- super good and super serious, and that was the one thing that made it look campy to me. That, and I just, I again, I don't think her makeup effects look that good. They look, they're, they're acceptable, but to me, they look amor, amor, amateurish. Amateurish. Thank you. You can't talk today. I can't. It's a <laughs> fucking plague. <laughs> yeah, In I my mean, opinion.
1: I, I mean, um, yeah, I, 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 I will agree with the, the smoking breath, whatever the hell that was.
2: I actually like the smoking breath.
1: I'm saying the, the, are you the, saying the seltzer
2: mouth. The seltzer mouth is when they squirt the yeah, water squirt out of their mouth. Oh. Oh. Super soaker. See, style. I actually. I liked that. I
0: thought that I, was
1: cool. I thought, no, yeah, because it looked. I I, I I like the charm of it. Yeah, me too. You me too. Me yeah. It looks so cheesy.
0: Eh. That's okay. I accepted that first because they actually because that's one of the moments where I actually kind of like jumped because I didn't see it coming. I'd rather yeah, have so like, did Mike. Actually, I'd rather
2: have it be more disgusting. And yeah, be did. Like, you went,
0: oh shit!
2: I'd rather have it be more disgusting. Know, and Be like vomit. You don't
1: even remember.
0: Yeah, the, rather than a you just a straight Mike shot. Mike needs stream. to watch these movies yeah. three <laughs>
2: times before we do a podcast. If it was, if it was, <laughs> if it was vomit like consistency, I think it would be a lot more frightening and grosser. And you would get. I like
1: the idea of a directed beam though. That's. It's too know. sciencey. That's what it was, because it was like it's a direct particle. Yeah, this movie, a direct this, particle of this, this movie is, is to... very sciencey, which is probably why it didn't speak to as many audiences. It's it's a bold it's a bold decision to to make hey, to it, base this much science. It
0: did not film. fail, regardless of no, what the no, uh, reviews said. It that's true It was three million to make, and it made fourteen. So that's
1: that's a win, right there. That is a fucking huge that's win. A win, regardless what your rating
2: is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and this film has a fan base, and I'm not saying that this film is terrible by all means. I am literally nitpicking.
3: Well, you can yeah. d- you can definitely tell that John Carpenter is really into the science aspect of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, like he 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 goes on to like there's that whole weird scene where they're just like explaining Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're just walking. He's like, but the cat is dead. And yeah, like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, it's an interesting. thing. You could tell he was just like, I'm really into reading about like. <laughs> right totally, now. yeah. He <laughs> yeah. was just into that at that point. Yeah, <laughs> so shit,
1: it should. If if I had 3 million, 100% creative control, whatever the hell subject that I happen to be interested in at the time is probably what I'm going to make a movie about. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just going to fucking double down on yeah, it Yeah, the, the <laughs> first quarter like, of this film Oh, is just, I can do what I want. Just like, okay.
3: Laced with it.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah that, that's true. And, then, and in terms of critics, I'm sure that's probably a reason why it wasn't because it's not. Because, plus, keep in mind, this is probably coming off of what? Big trouble, little China. Escape from New nope. York. This is eighty seven. This, this is coming after those. So later. Yeah, right. After. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are coming after those. So Halloween, whatever the fuck else he did before, like he's he's coming off like setting setting basically his own bar. Yeah, you know. I also so.
0: found out that this is a part of like a personal trilogy of oh, films. Yeah. Um, so it's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like an apocalyptic trilogy or something. It's yes. like the thing. In the mouth of madness, and this one not in that order,
3: but yeah, that like, just
1: deals with the over the. It deals with the with the the the, the, the uh, oh shit the apocalypse the last one, last overwhelming trip. theme. It de- it de- it deals with a subject matter that, if not dealt with, will result in the end of the world. Okay, gotcha. So, gotcha. The thing obviously that would probably this. I don't get the In the Mouth Madness. I've watched that one a couple of times. Yeah, I'm surprised it's, it's not, not like a They Live. Film.
3: They Live has that feel to it. Yeah. That if you if we don't stop these aliens, like they're just going to yeah. rule us forever. They're just going to use well, capitalism to rule us forever. No, I guess it is different they because were it's of living not destruction. Together. That's just more like, yeah. yeah this is like, yeah, it's like, like they more they ruling, ruling over you. Yeah, not. than a destructive apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah, I have to re the Mouth Yeah, me too. I it's I been a really
1: while. Remember. I don't really mean, remember. It's just about I that author. One
0: of, it's one of the forgotten ones, I feel yeah, like. Um, along with this one. I agree. I agree. All
1: right, so uh, what do you say we just uh, rate this Mamma Jammer? It's a Mamma Jammer. We should rate it. What are we going to rate it then, Kyle? Um, Let's go with... Egg shens. Egg Shens. Should we do Egg Shens again? <laughs> 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 what was it? What was his name in this? <laughs> or I must know. mustachios. Or should or we a, do oh, mustachios?
3: Oh, Alice, Alice Cooper's. <laughs> Why oh, do we oh, yeah, talk by about the way, that? Alice Cooper's in the movie? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And I guess how that happened was uh Alice Cooper's manager became started producing films. He produced, helped produce this film. And Alice Cooper came on to set and there was some talk between him and John Carpenter about what was it using was it using a song or something or Or
1: Alice Cooper wrote a song for this movie specifically for this movie called Prince of Darkness but
0: the trade was that he got to be in the film so
1: yeah which the song is in there it's when the guy gets stabbed by the bike you can hear it through his Walkman speakers.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> real gracious.
2: I know, <laughs> real gracious. Thanks, John. Yeah, fuck what, you. Like, think what, about that. Aspect, be like, huge
1: now. What? A, what a dick. They probably that was probably a handshake deal, and John's like he didn't specify how the song <laughs> yeah, had to no, be. here. I guarantee. Was the song it. Uh, "Heavenly Poose? <laughs> I have no, no, no idea what it,
3: that the is. So, the well, song is uh, there. Is
2: could-
0: a song called "Heavenly Poose.
2: In the movie. It's so
3: weird. But
2: uh, his is uh, Prince of Darkness, is the actual name of He
0: didn't need any help. Like, Alice Cooper was already huge. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) So, are
2: we we rating this mustaches or Alice Cooper's?
1: What do you think?
0: I, I, mustaches Or
1: Alice Cooper with <laughs> mustaches. He didn't have Let's one. Let's make it hard. Alice Cooper with mustache. You can get a head chef Alice Cooper and put a giant mustache on him. That's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes zero it sense. It never has to. It never has to. Let's do mustaches. Let's do mustaches. 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 Easy.
2: All right. So up first, I'm going to
3: call on Mike. Mike, how many mustaches? Well, at first, I would have easily have given this four or a four and a half. But as with most podcasts, I have talked myself
1: to it. The complete opposite. I think is it the podcast or bourbon that
0: <laughs> <laughs> talked you be, out
1: of it? Could be either, guys. Could be either. Um
3: yeah, I'm going to go with uh, 3. I still love the idea of the film. I love what he was trying to do with it. I don't I like I like the cast in terms of how it was cast, in terms of like a diverse cast. I don't like what they did with the cast. I think they're like they're just interchangeable. I don't care about any yeah. of them. Um but than that, yeah, great story, great cinematography, uh, yeah, three, three mustaches, three mustaches from Mike. I'll go next. Uh,
2: I'm gonna agree with Mike. I'm gonna give it three mustaches. Also, I do like this film. I think it's shot beautifully. Um, I love the music. I think uh, it does crescendo the in, in the right places, and it is there so often that you forget it's there. But it does build the scenes and builds the tension where I feel like the actors kind of lack. Um. But it's not my favorite John Carpenter movie, but it's not my least favorite. It's no th- it's no Ghost of Mars, but, yeah, well, you know. What is? <laughs> what, what is? What is? What is? But what right is. <laughs> uh, Jesus. So three mustaches for me. Chris?
0: Fuck, where do I begin on this one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope that's a Prince
0: of Darkness. Okay, I, it had been a long time since I seen this. I saw this later in life, probably when I was like 17 or 18. Um, I remember liking it a lot when i saw it before um going back and looking at it i think my rating has changed um i i love john carpenter films we can all agree that he has great cinematography we can all agree that he has great lighting he has great scores um but this film just is not memorable for me like i i of all of his library this is probably one of my least favorites um the cast is, is weak to me. Um, even Donald Pleasance, like I said, I like him, but I, I even felt not quite as, like, he wasn't as likable in this film. Um, I do like that he had uh, full creative control, and I think we got more of that sciencey interest out of it, um, which is cool. It does take more than one watch, though, I think, to pick up on everything. I'm going to give this a two and a half right now. Um I don't know, that could be changed now that we've talked and I go back and watch it, but I'm gonna have to go with like a two and a half. It's just it's just not um it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn John Carpenter film, and I'm not that into those.
1: All right. Interesting. Two and a half mustaches. Kyle? <laughs> Fuck I you guys. go back and forth on it. It's so funny. This is like this is a movie that I have loved uh from John Carpenter since the first time I saw it. I mean, yeah, it's got, it definitely has its weak points in the character development. I think it's his weakest overall of all of his films in terms of, like, character development or character direction. But I think the main characters of this film were like what I said earlier. They're the ideas of science and the idea of theology. And I think those definitely take front and center stage. And I think this movie creates some really interesting thoughts really interesting opinions or ideas of the world around you and it makes you think the the scenes where they're dreaming and they have the video being beamed to their head i think it's such a great concept um and this movie has always left me sitting there thinking thinking about that last scene is it actually over or is it not over what happens next so uh, for that, it definitely gets the extra point, which puts it at four. I think everybody should watch it. I don't think it's as bad as Ghost Mars. Or uh, who said that was bad? <laughs> I want to
2: know. You tell me right now. Find him. I'm pretty sure Ice Cube said that was bad. Yeah, right, dude. He wouldn't know. What do you do after that?
3: What do you do after that? Bunch Nothing. Of, bunch of family crap movies. Shit.
2: Bunch of family crap. Are
0: we there yet? No, because you gave up on Ghost of Mars too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he did Triple X, too He's making way more money off what he's doing now Than he did on Ghost of Mars I doubt That's it for tr- That's
2: residuals. for Residuals sure. Visuals. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah Because a lot <laughs> of people are just, are just out there Buying in. and renting you know, who's Ghost did, Mars You know that you didn't know Ghost Mars was the biggest VOD film on the market Bro. It doesn't
0: matter He got his paycheck That money ain't going to ice Who's game. doing
1: movies
3: With uh, Kevin Hart I'll tell you who's not James Woods <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Exactly Anybody else That was in Vampires yeah. <laughs> Exactly Look it up Not the Baldwins <laughs> That's true
1: I th- I actually like Vampires more than Ghost of Mars. <laughs> Ghost of Mars launched Ice Cube's career. Oh, Friday you know, his didn't. His whole career. Friday didn't. Um, it, no, it, it
3: totally wasn't his like, wasn't you know. It wasn't Boys in the Hood. It or totally wasn't, wasn't his, his music either? career. No. It wasn't his music career. No, no, no. 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 Forget about that. He Wait. He
1: wasn't. he was had music? He had a music career? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I only know him from Ghost of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> just, right, just like I only know Will Smith for his for his rap albums, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Big Willie style. All right, guys, that's
2: our show for this week. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at review You can follow us on Twitter at review
3: You can follow at Mike at at on Twitter. Hey, do you want to read about film? <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> I got a vlog. It's called Friendly Neighborhood Filmmaking. You should read.
1: You should read.
3: <laughs> it's like a Reading Rainbow
1: episode
0: here. <laughs> no, it's like,
3: you want to watch, like, movies? You want, you go want to... Do, you it's like, like I'm asking, asking a girl out at age 14. Yeah. Like, you want to, like... Do you go, like movies? Like, <laughs> do you like movies? Do you like <laughs> music? <laughs> hey, you want to go to a concert with me? If I anybody know, says AC/TZ no to any of those tickets. things, leave them alone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I always did... Or they left me alone. You like movies? No. (laughs) Who
0: says
2: that? Yeah. You can
0: follow Chris. ah! You can follow me at cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can also go check out excess flesh at (laughs) midnightreleasing.com. Really fucking awesome movie. It's really
1: disturbing. Check it out. You can follow Kyle. ah! Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at cultfilm underscore Kyle and on Instagram I think it's the same. Is it Film underscore it is. <laughs> it is. You don't know thank your own you. Yeah, thank Let you, us yours. look it up for yeah, you. Yeah, he's real busy yeah. on that Instagram, yeah. so make sure you check it out. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much film-related nonsense posted on my Instagram. There's really not. Don't, you guys don't can, follow me there. You guys can
2: follow me <laughs> on Twitter at ColtFilmCody. You can also follow me on Instagram. Colt Film underscore Cody. Uh, you can see us April 8th. At the Phoenix Film Festival, we'll be uh, doing a special episode from there. We'll be be interviewing uh, some of the filmmakers about their films there. Um, and just the festival in general, and we'll be releasing that soon. So make sure you check that out uh, when that comes out, and
3: meet we're, us there. Wait, we're on movies. We're in movies. We have movies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah,
2: Chris. Couple
1: movies. Yeah.
0: Tell. When's your movie
3: show, Chris? I, I
1: what's do. it about? Tell. Let's. Hey, what's let's your just movie about? talk about
0: it. It's twelve minutes. Um, <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> the conversation's twelve minutes because I'm gonna bounce out of that. It's, a, that's sh- it's nice.
0: a short film. It's twelve minutes right, long, and it's grown. playing in the homegrown shorts uh, category, 9 a.m. Saturday. Awesome time guys so we'll see you all out there i'm sure so get up real early yep and make it out. set your alarms on a saturday get your ass to scottsdale buy your popcorn breakfast
1: your popcorn breakfast And Get watch your Sour
0: Patch Kids,
1: <laughs> and watch a good movie. And then Mike, That's what? That's like a, a breakfast. It's uh, like yeah, brunch because it I'm, ends with some kind of fruit. Sour Patch Kids are fruit flavors. That's a fruit. Sure, fruit See, oh. Mike,
2: you're doing. Uh, yeah,
3: I'm in a film too. It's is only, your shoulder in it. It's three minutes long, I think, <laughs> and I'm in it for ten seconds, which is relative to this movie. I'm in it as much as Alice Cooper was in this film. So I feel like I'm a scene stealer in this one. Yeah, true. It's directed by Angel Ruiz. It's called Best Day Ever, and it screens on, oh, let's see, uh, April 9th at 3... O'clock. Wow! And also <laughs> April tenth at six forty p.m. He got two screens? Yeah, his is. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He fucking into- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. did. He fucking Hey, you know what? Exactly. Make a three-minute
1: film, and they can fit you in. <laughs> 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 that's true. That's <laughs> you know, a good that's point. That's the politics of a film festival. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> honestly, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> Nobody wants an odd-numbered yeah. length film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get it straight. Yeah,
0: if you've got it over twelve minutes, you better be damn good. Double
1: digits, you're out. Yeah.
0: So, guys, make sure you
2: come out April eighth in. See us there. We'll be in the tent, uh, the party pavilion tent set up there. Come over, say hi. Um, and From what ta- time to what time? Are we I
3: don't be
1: there? know. We'll just be there. We're we'll going to be there all oh. over there. All are we going to have t shirts? We don't know. We, yet. we we don't know yet. Possibly.
3: Oh. Possibly. But I might hand out some like Hanes or something. You got <laughs> jockey t. Not even not even t-shirts. Not even t-shirts. T-shirt I, I might just go into my wardrobe and just give out what I don't use anymore. <laughs>
0: hey, you guys like hand me downs?
3: <laughs> Do you guys want a Wolfpack shirt? Hey,
1: it's,
3: <laughs> it's vintage. All
2: right, guys, that's our show for this week. Make sure if you're gonna join the cult. They watch good movies. I said, remember, guys, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. Boom. And don't listen to fucking Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is not a dream. Not a dream. We are using your brain's system as a receiver. We are unable to transmit through conscious neural interference. You are receiving this broadcast as a dream. We are transmitting from year one nine.